Welcome to 15 Minutes to Wellness by the American Council on Exercise. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, the ACE Senior Fitness Consultant for Behavioral Sciences and your host for this series. My goal today and for every podcast in the series is to discuss some small steps you can take to help you better your life and find happiness through health. In each broadcast in the series, I'll interview a new health and fitness expert. I also want to welcome the hundreds of thousands of folks searching for positive ways to make health, nutrition, and fitness a part of their daily, hectic, busy, tight, and budgeted lives. I'd like to welcome uh, Sean Gogarty to our podcast uh, today. Sean is an ACE-certified personal trainer, someone I've known for quite a while. In 2009, he founded his fitness company, SGO Fitness, with his wife, Sarah, and uh, Sarah is also an ACE certified personal trainer. Their company is voted, has been voted one of San Diego's best boot camp companies for the third straight year in a row. Uh, Sean is also the founder and creator of Mission Thin Possible. Let me say that again. Mission Thin Possible. It's a weight loss adventure, a fun and uh, activity-based weight loss program that's helped their clients lose over 2,000 pounds last year. You can get information by going to www.sgofitness.com. Sean, it's great to have you here. Well, thank you for having me, Michael, and thank you to Ace for having me as well. You bet. Uh, Sean, we're talking not just to Ace professionals today, but to folks focusing on well-being and health and longevity uh, like most of us. And that's who I want to speak with today. Okay. So tell us a little bit about how you created your um, a program and specifically uh, how goal setting is such an important part of taking the first step. Well, um, when we created our program, specifically Mission Thin Possible, we found that a lot of the people we were training um, either felt uncomfortable about coming out to do exercise or they felt they couldn't do it or they felt that they'd be the odd man out. Um, and specifically for that program and for the way we our mentality about training is it's inclusive. You may think that you cannot do something. I don't like to say the word can't because it's a four-letter word. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, But um, if you come out and try and move f- through the exercises and be supported by people around you, then you're going to be more comfortable and be able to do things. Um, In the sense of goal setting and moving forward, um, even the simplest task, even the smallest change that you can do is better than what you've done before. So when you said before, you don't like the four-letter word can't, Mm -hmm. but you encourage people to try it, and the next thing you know, they see that they're doing it. Mm -hmm. What if we eliminated the word try and went just to do? Do, all right. So they start with this small, tiny step Show me what you do, and they take a first step. But they come to a, lots of people say, "Oh, I can't go to a boot camp. I mean, I can't keep up with these people who are, you know, running up hills and doing all this stuff." How do you talk to those folks? Well, specifically, the you don't have to go to a boot camp. Exercise is movement. Exercise is getting outside and going for a walk. Exercise is getting together with friends and going dancing. Those are all exercise-oriented things. Those are all burning calories. Those are all getting your heart rate going. They're all things that are improving your your mental state as well. So um, to think that boot camp is the only option isn't isn't so much. Um, We do programs where 
we have our clients play tag for an entire session. And after the first five minutes of that slight uncomfortable, hey, I'm not five years old, as soon as the first person comes to try and tag you, you start running and moving around like you're four years old again. Right. And it's quite an interesting uh, change in people's faces and a change in people's attitude. Let me ask you another question on this. You know, um, I've heard lately, uh, we're talking about playing tag, I mean, four or five years old. On the other side of the scale, there are people listening today who have children and grandchildren, and schools are not allowing them to play tag. They're not allowing them to run around the playground the way people used to do that. What do you think about taking PE away from kids in school? Um, I think it's horrible. Um, I've seen, uh, taking my own experience in PE when I was a kid and then seeing um, one of our boot camps is right next to a middle school and seeing the children in a middle school doing their PE classes um, and seeing the difference of what we did when we were kids and what they're allowed to do in classes today, it's it's quite sad is where we're going to go if we continue on eliminating PE from, from the curriculum. Well, the obesity epidemic in, amongst children, almost 20%, will just in, increase and increase. And we, at ACE, uh, one of our, uh, ma our major goal, of course, is to reverse obesity by the year 2035. If we don't have children playing as children and adults playing as children, we're not going to do that. Exactly. So let's go back to someone who comes to you and says, you know, um, I heard you're a great trainer. Sarah's a great trainer. I want to work out with you guys. Um, what's the first thing you do? The first thing we do is ask what they want to do. And uh, if you're going to train with someone or you're going to do an exercise program, please be as specific as you can and um, you may feel intimidated to say things like, I want to tone up. Tone up, shape up. I want to lose up. some weight. Oh, I just get want to get fit. Yeah, those things. They aren't the, tell us exactly what you want to do. What if they don't know? Um, well, that's when we, that's where us come, coming and asking them questions. Uh, so let's, is, let's just, let's make believe we're doing okay. this, okay? I'm a typical listener. You know, I want to lose some weight, shape up, firm up, tone up. Um, I think you can help me. You work with a friend of mine and, uh, wow, he's getting in great shape and, I want to look like that. So what would be so, one of the easy ways would be, well, what do you do? What, what, what do you do as a passion, as something you enjoy doing? Yeah, I like to watch football games on the couch in my uh, living room. You like to watch football games on the couch? In your <laughs> and I like to drink beer while I'm doing it, by the way, and have munchies with my friend Bob. With your friend Bob. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Is there any other activities you like? No, that's really about it. Okay, so we're just looking at aesthetics then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is real. Uh, yes. Sean, this is real. I know, Michael. So I know. We talk about smart goals, yes. right? So t take me through that. Take me from, I want to get toned up, but I like watching football games on Sundays instead of getting up and being active. Um, how specific do I need to be? Well, um, once again, saying toned up, let's say, well, is there a specific amount of weight you'd like to lose? Is there a specific exercise or act activity that you'd like to be better at? Would you like to be able to, instead of just watching the football game, at the intermission at halftime, you maybe can go outside with Bob and actually pass the ball around a couple of times to get moving, to get moving and get that energy to get back out on the couch and watch the rest of the game. So what you're doing now is, in my mind, as I'm listening to this, I'm starting to think, okay... I'm just thinking too generally. I've got to really narrow it down. Exactly. So suddenly I'm thinking about going outside, tossing the football with Bob a couple of times. And yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'm not sure I'm in shape enough to do that. So that becomes some measurable steps that exactly. I can take. Tell me about that. Well, it's simply if you were to take passing the football, 
you go outside the first time there's a halftime show you go outside you throw the football a couple of times and hey i was able i threw two passes and i kind of got winded because he threw one too long Mm -hmm. so then we say okay so would you like we'd like to be moving a little more we'd like to be able to catch that ball five yards away from our friend and actually have the coordination so we can work on those things and work on catching the ball let's try for three catches next halftime and then you can go back inside so when we talk about our um 28 day program at at ace fit Mm -hmm. we talk about smart goals so you've talked about the s is specific and now you've been very measurable in terms of three times and five yards Tell me about the A and the R and the T. The A and the R and the T. Uh, I know that some people use different uh, acronyms for the SMART goal or different meanings, but the A specifically, we use action. Find something that you can do as an action-oriented goal that you can measure every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of just saying, I want to lose five pounds or I just want to feel better outside, hey, I want to throw the ball five yards further. I want to get outside and move five yards further further that movement that action or even i just want to make sure that i get up off the couch each time i watch the game every halftime so i was talking to someone the other day and i suggested that he uh has he ever considered taking a walk around his block and he said you know it's a big block i don't think i can do that have you ever thought about walking to the corner and back actually i know i haven't have you ever thought of walking down the lane to the sidewalk well, that I probably can do. How many times a day do you think you can do that? Well, I'm not sure. I have an idea. Why don't you do it twice tomorrow and call me and let me know how you did? Is that specific and measurable that and actionable? Specific. We actually have one of our clients, her goal is to run, is to run nonstop a mile. Oh. She, she's been able to walk a mile, and her goal has been to run nonstop a mile. She's able to do about half of the mile. And now her goal has been every time she does it, she gets to a fence. And at at the fence, there's a fence post every five yards. And every time she does the mile, her goal is to just get to that next fence post and that next fence post. And she just ties a little ribbon around it, and that's the fence post that she's going to get to next time she does the mile. I work with a corporation, and they have a corporate wellness program. And one of the things that we set up was you, you don't need a gym. You have staircases in your building. That's your gym. So your, your goal is to walk up the stairs and slap the face of the CEO whose picture, <laughs> this is true, his picture is at the top of the staircase. So you get, now I think it's like maybe, I don't know, 15 floors up to get there. And the idea is to run up there, slap the face, and then come down and you've accomplished your specific, measurable, actionable R stands for? Realistic. And T is? Time sensitive. So therefore, we do it once a day. Exactly. And it's real realistic to do it. And of course, the CEO loves having everyone slap him in the face, at least on the picture. So that, that would match what we're talking about by exactly. smart goals. Exactly. The idea is um, to have these um, uh, small efforts that can lead to big changes. Exactly. And in, the, in our program, we call that Kaizen, small changes that lead to these big efforts. Uh, now, some people have smart goals. I like the idea of smarter goals, E and R. Tell me what you think about this. Set them E enthusiastically, and R, be sure you have a reward. Let everybody else have smart goals. Let's. This is ace. We're smarter. That's right. So we want to set them enthusiastically and have a reward. What do you think about that? I think that's fabulous. The more energy you can put into your into your journey, um, the more you're going to stay with it. 
And specifically, if you give yourself a reward at the end, now it doesn't have to be a, a negative <laughs> reward. It can be something that's going to be healthy and positive. Uh, those are great things to add to your to your smart goals. Uh huh. So, do the do the goals change for different age groups? Yeah, and depending on the person and depending on where they are at health wise when they come come to a class, um, you're going to have different goals. You're going to have different movement goals. You're going to have different lifestyle goals and focusing on what you want to accomplish and not comparing yourself to anybody else. That's one of the biggest things, uh, pitfalls that some people fall into is they go to a class and they see somebody who's been there for five months and they say, oh, I can't do what they do. Oh, they're, they're too far ahead. You don't know their lifestyle. You don't know what they've gone through. So focus on yourself, focus on what you can do and reward yourself accordingly to what you've accomplished. So what about the difference between long-range goal planning and short-range goal planning? Um, the biggest thing for long-range and short-range, I would say it would be journaling what you're doing. Benchmarking and setting, setting a goal that's long-range and then set small goals to achieve what you want to do in the future. And then once you've gotten to that goal or once you've gotten down your path a certain amount of time, look back at what you've accomplished and think about whether the goal you're now, you set at the start is still the goal you want to achieve. You mentioned journaling. Yes. And everybody who writes about this and speaks about the lifestyle change talks about the need for journaling. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, a lot of people say, ah, it's such a pain in the neck. I'm not going to really write it down. There's a lot more people talking about journaling than there are journals being completed. Correct. And I, and I, I can see right now thousands of listeners smiling and nodding because they're going, yeah, yeah, right. I'm not going to really keep the journal. But there are ways today to have it done for you with through apps. Talk about the apps that are out there. Um, there are several apps out there. The one that a lot of our clients have had a lot of success with is MyFitnessPal. Um, that pretty much tracks, you able, you're able to put in the food that you eat, and then it also tracks whatever workouts you do, so you're able to put those in. In addition to that, there is uh, MapMyRun. So if you walk or run, it uh, all you have to do is turn it on when you're about to go for your walk, and it will record what you did and tell you how you did and according to your weight and everything, how many calories you burned, as well as that. So uh, those are simple. They don't involve any, uh, any input on your part except for maybe putting in a number every so often or pressing start. And that makes it easy. So there's really almost no excuse other than other than the cost of these things. And some of these are free, aren't they? Oh, yes. Um, Matt My Run, the, that is a free app, as well as MyFitnessPal. I believe the, the basic uh, app is free as well. Right. I guess it's one of these things where if you want additional, um, you know, issue um, aspects to these apps, then it costs more money. But if you just want a free app and have it track you, you don't have to think about it. Exactly. Yeah. So... No excuse. No excuse. Start with simple, small goals that are specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, relevant, time-bound, time-sensitive, yes. enthusiastically set, rewardable, uh, and understand that it's your goal. It's not someone else's you're comparing it to. And that's the key. So that's terrific. Sean, you are terrific as a guest. Um, and I'm sure that Sarah will join us soon one of these days as well. Uh, I want to thank Sean Gogarty, an ACE certified personal trainer who founded his fitness company, SGO Fitness, with Sarah, his wife, uh, also an ACE certified trainer. Um, and uh, you're listening to someone whose company is voted one of the San Diego's best boot camp companies for the third straight year in a row. Thank you very much, and congratulations on that. Also, you can find out more about Sean and Mission Thin 
possible at sgofitness.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Michael. And uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. As always, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and continue your journey to health and fitness by visiting acefit.com, where you can find everything you need to live your most fit and healthy life. You can explore thousands of healthy recipes, health and fitness videos and articles, uh, workout plans, health programs, creative ways you can get your family moving, and really expert insight on a wide range of topics. Join me next time on 15 Minutes to Wellness, which you can find at acefit.com slash fitcasts. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, thanking you for being with us on 15 Minutes to Wellness.